You're listening to Felony Podcast with your host, Dave Dahl, on the Startup Radio Network. The Felony Podcast explores ex-felons that have gone on to launch their own startups. We explore the ups, the downs, the behind-the-bar stories with these founders. Felony Podcast airs every Friday morning at 10 a.m. Pacific Time. My name is Mark Grimes, co-founder of Startup Radio Network. Also with us in the studio, Dave's partner in crime, Lad Justison. Hey, thanks, Mark. Uh, you're sounding extra hard today, extra tough and mean. I love it. Welcome to Felony Inc., and I'm your host, Dave Dahl, formerly of Dave's Killer Bread. Reach for the stars, motherfuckers. With me in the studio here today is my little pal, Lad Justison. Lad, what's up, man? We don't realize that um, I'm not necessarily your little pal because, you know, in some areas I'm a little bigger than you. So. Okay, that's enough. Okay. No, I, hey, look, I want to just kind of self-promote ourselves a little bit. We got um, a really cool thing happening on the 9th of May. Can you tell us a little bit more about that, Big D? Oh, uh, man. The 9th of May, we're going to be, I can't even remember the name of the place. Uh, we're going to be the granddaddies, the, the killer granddaddies. We'll be jamming uh, for a special event. Um, there's going to be a Portland interview is, is finishing an interview on me, and... Um, they're going to have an event. They always have this uh, release event for each quarterly magazine they put out. And um, I think the interview is going to be pretty cool. And then we're going to be jamming for this thing May 9th, and I just can't remember the name of the place. It's the it's a pool. It's a pool hall of all places. So. Rialto? Rialto, yeah. yeah. Hey, I'm a genius. Rialto. Yeah, thank you so much. Wow, look at all on. He's all, all on today. Yeah. Well, anyway, so we're going to have uh, a lot of fun with that, and we're excited about getting ready for that. Um, but, you know, is that all you got? Well, you know, and then there's the possibility, it's not signed in concrete yet, that we might be playing at a really cool venue over by Bend, Oregon, Powell Butte, Oregon. It's called Crawfest. Mm-hmm. So we might be going over there to jam uh, in, in July, <clears throat> like a couple of days after... Um, Fourth of July, right. so we might be over there. Might be cool. So look forward Maybe. to that. Yeah, that all depends how much we get paid. And, you know, we get paid like twenty thousand dollars. Might consider it. <laughs> Have we ever gotten paid for we anything got paid a dollar. we've ever done? Never. No, but we've actually helped raise money for in, in a charity events. So. And you know, that's so, something else you can mention about the May 9th thing is that. Part of the money is going to our favorite uh, little Central charity. City Concern, baby. That's yeah, right. You know, we're a big fan of Central City Concern. And, you know, that actually kind of brings us uh, to what we're talking about here because, you know, one of the things that's really close to my heart is uh, helping others to do what I've done, which has been nothing short of amazing. I've had a fantastic turnaround in my life. Uh, I've had to do it more than once, and I know the I know how it works. And uh, we got somebody who's amazing today in the studio, a good old friend, Sonia Squila. And Sonia started a social ignition as a program to guide incarcerated men into starting their own businesses after being released from prison. How about that, lad? Yeah, that's something. A social ignition runs two core programs: the ignition option and the long haul. Well, you know, Dave, the Ignition Option Program offers uh, 36 hours in-class working on entrepreneurial projects. Business leaders into every class for a uh, diverse set of experiences, which means Sonia, our guest, she actually brings leaders in the community, business leaders into the program, into the prisons that foster better business solutions to the world's problems. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Now, the program provides support, bringing release from incarceration. Um, hey, welcome to the Felony Inc. broadcast. Yeah, thanks Sonia. for having me, you guys. <laughs> you know, Dave, Dave we, we've good. known this young lady for quite a few See, years. I, I'm guessing 2010. Yeah. 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 That's when we, fr- yeah. That was when I was just getting started uh, doing some speaking, showing up at events, telling my story, um, and... 
Sonia was uh, part of that, and, and you know, a lot of that stuff is forgotten now. But Sonia, I, I totally remember Sonia. You know, all, all the good parts. Yeah. <laughs> all the good parts yeah. remain. No. That's for sure. No, all the good stuff remains. Oh, That's remains. Awesome. Yes. Yeah. yes. Okay. We had yeah. one fan, and that was Sonia. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. She was pretending to be a fan. Okay. So anyway, it's all about welcome to the show, Sonia. Well, what do thanks you got? so much for having me. No, this is fantastic. I love this. It is. It's like full circle. We met in 2010. Dave, you and I, and then um, we started jamming on this uh, criminal justice thing, right? And it was through the our conversations and your introducing me to so many men and women coming out of incarceration that I got to learn about the barriers that people face coming out of incarceration. And truly, like, that started me in this direction. And um, we both got busy and all of that, but I really took that seed and I ran with it. Um, it was a good seed. seed. Oh, no. <laughs> you know, Sonia, can we go back a little further than that? Because, yeah. uh, you know, what started you and what, what, what made you interested in doing this kind of stuff? That's a good question. Yeah, well, I mean, the business piece of it, that's been in my, that's my, in my blood, in mm. my bones. Um, I've been... I've been working with small business owners sort of as their number two my whole career. And, um, but really it was that. And there, there were some pieces along the way, some, some little things planted um, that showed me that people from all kinds of diverse backgrounds, um, that the, the game isn't over when one mistake is made. Or when you get off track, the game's not over. Not even two or three, trust me. No, exactly. <laughs> 10, 20, 30, it yeah. doesn't matter. The game's never over, and right? And we all make mistakes. Some yeah. of them are bigger doozies than others. Absolutely. And so, um, you know, I had those experiences in the first part of my life with people um, that I just, I, I felt I wasn't ready to give up on them. They weren't giving up on themselves, and that was really enlightening. And then when I had this opportunity to see sort of en masse the number of people coming out, um, and that even after having done their time, it wasn't over. And the, the debt that they had to repay um, was sort of never paid off, and that didn't sit right with me. Well, I hear that. Uh, you know, we know that pretty well. We've seen, seen it a lot of times in other folks, and I've experienced it myself, of course. Uh, people have lots of challenges coming out. I mean, it's not to say that everyone doesn't have challenges that they that you know make life challenging at times. Um, but coming out of the prison system, we basically have set ourselves up uh, to have more challenges than most people. We we make the decisions uh, to get that end us up in prison and get us in there. Uh, and one of the things I believe is very important is that a person understands, uh, hey, it's my fault. <laughs> I'm not going to stop this behavior. So uh, I think that's a, a crucial like uh, prerequisite to, to what you're doing. Uh, they have to say it, it could happen maybe while, while they're in your program, but I think that they really have to d decide that, hey, they've had enough of this life. Absolutely. And, and they, they want to say it's time to do something else. So Yeah. No, and, and you taught me that early on in our early conversations. There were two things that you said. One was ownership, right? You have to say, yep, been there, done that. Now we're moving forward. And the other thing is that you taught me is life doesn't start when the gate opens. Life started yesterday. Please, please expand on that. That's yeah. a very important point. So, and this is why I decided to go into the prison to do work mm -hmm. instead of working with people on the outside. Like, there's a lot of other programs that do work, good work on the outside, but few programs that go in. And what you taught me was that if you sit around in prison and wait for the gate to open and then try to figure it out, you're behind already. Yeah. And that there are so many opportunities that people can take advantage of inside, even if it's not a program, but it's books or just getting your head right and hanging out with new people, yeah. <laughs> whatever it is, right? That that started yesterday. And yeah. the clock is ticking and you got to get going from where you are today and not wait until the gate opens. People tend to procrastinate, uh, and especially in those situations. They're just so used to life being the way it is. And, and you, you, you want to go... I mean, the tendency that human beings have is to say, well, this is the way life has been, so this is the way life will be, even though I know I can change, right? I mean, I've seen people change, but, you know, 
what's it going to take? I'm not yeah. going to do the work. Or they think it's going to be easier on the outside. And that's sort of the, the big myth that, we, thing, that yeah. we drill into them is, you know, it's not. It actually gets more complicated because now you have to also go grocery shopping and you have to figure out how to pay rent and all that stuff. You've got to so, have money to go grocery shopping. Exactly, you know? exactly. You've got to figure all that out. And so if you start getting your head right first, taking, getting new habits, hanging with new people before all of that shit show happens, then, you know, you're ahead of the game. Well, right you know, on time. That, that kind of stuff uh, is like a real, you know, reality with Dave. I've heard him talk about it many times before is that there was something in, in prison, you know, that, that actually gave him a foot up to, to start doing that. Mm-hmm. Hand and, up, and a, not a hand up. Right, exactly. So, you know, what you're doing in there, I mean, I, I mean, you, I can't even imagine how, how positive of a thing it is in there because, you know, you're giving these guys some hope. And, and that's what they need. You know, they need something to change. To, and they get them in these classes. They interact with each other. Now they're building, you know, uh, some things in there with other guys that are trying to do something positive. And mm-hmm. that's really, you know, I mean, how significant is that? Yeah, it's really big. The, what, the big thing that we do is, I mean, it's hope, but it's not a handout hope even. It's reminding them that they have it within themselves. And that we all make choices all the time, and they get to make choices starting today, and that that's totally within their power. And that they have the system may be attempting to take away a lot of power from them, but that still leaves so much left. And that they have the capability, they have the power to make new choices and to drive their life in the direction that they want to go. And so that's what basically we, we put all this curriculum together and we teach business skills and all that good stuff basically just to practice that every day. Well, I'm looking forward to checking out this a little bit more. I've been uh, a few years, I've been kind of going through my own uh, uh, retransformation, if you will. And um, this is really catching my eye Uh, again, and especially talking to you because I'm hearing the things that I think are, are crucial when it comes to, if you want to say there's a recipe for, for transformation. Uh, one of those things that's very important is, is it's just one of the things, just enjoy the journey. I mean, it sounds it's so simple, right? But it, it's not easy. Not everybody, it's not every day is going to be perfect or anything. You enjoy the journey. You enjoy the process. You, um, you get, all of a sudden you're on a path of, of power, you, of personal power, positive personal power. Mm-hmm. People have had the uh, short circuit to power a lot of times in prison, before prison, and uh, they want to continue to have that. They don't. It's called instant gratification. One mm-hmm. of those big things. Um, we all want that instant gratification, and um, to get over that is a big deal because you're not going to get it in uh, in a positive way. Yeah. It, it's so. So you you have to say to yourself, "I'm going to change." I don't expect. Uh, instant, you know, action. I, you know, things ain't just gonna get great overnight, um, but they're gonna be good because you're on a good path and you're you realize that you have the power. Once you realize you have the power, and it's not that corrections officer that's making you, it's you know that guy doesn't yeah. have the power to make you miserable. You got you take you give him the power to do that for the most part. I learned that, um, and I I've it's all about how do we you know, retrain our minds to say, hey, I can take accountability and I can change. And that's really, I mean, that's why we use entrepreneurship, right? So, Mm, I mean, business is great. Entrepreneurship is great. But the the reason is because Mm. it's a slow burn. You don't come out and all of a sudden you've got a business and it's functioning and everything's working right. And chances are you can have a business for 50 years and it's still not going to function right all the time. Oh, definitely not, no. And so... Talking about entrepreneurship, some of the guys come out and start businesses, absolutely, and some of them don't, but the skills that they've learned, even if they come out saying, oh my gosh, that's way harder than I thought it was, I just need a job yeah. and a steady income, fantastic, we win, right? Yeah. <laughs> like, Let's go get that. What job do you need? What's going to fill your heart? What's going to make you want to get up every day and be there? That's what we need to be going after. Yeah. And they, they have a new hope and a new stamina for that when they've made that choice themselves and not felt like they need to settle for it. I can see the passion in you, and I appreciate that very much. Uh, that's what it takes. It takes it takes people who care. 
It takes, uh, I, you know, it's funny, going back to my early days with Dave's Killer Bread, my, my transformation took off way before then, you know, and, and that's why I talk about, right. you know, these principles and how important it is to start right now, you know, right now. Um, you can change your life right now just by having a different mindset. And, and it's not easy, and it may take some practice. And in my case, it took probably medication and, you know, um, the tools that I used. And I, I was fortunate enough to get into drafting program while I was in prison. You know, it just so many great things happened to me in prison. Um, but if I hadn't been ready for them, they wouldn't have meant anything. Uh, so... The thing I, I remember when I got out when I got out and I started the bread and I told people my story, they said, "Well, this is so great. This is inspiring to me. I'm going to go out and do something great, you know, or I'm gonna, my kid's going to really benefit from this. He's in prison and so forth." Uh, I'm like, "When am I going to see actual results of that? When am I going to actually see success uh, at, at those people? It takes time. It it's isn't going to be an overnight thing." And now, many years later, I've had my own stumble, a uh, major stumble in life, um, and I came, and, and I was, I had to do a lot of healing, but when I came back, when I started coming back and started going, okay, I'm gonna open myself up to the world again because I'm ready. This, is, this has become something in the past. It's something that I'm gonna, I'm, I'm gonna learn from and hopefully it'll help others too. So, um, I, and then I started, once, once I opened my, my eyes, people started coming to me and saying, Dave, you know, years ago you did this, and, or you helped me, or you inspired me. And, and, you know, I don't trip on your mistakes, I trip on the good stuff. And uh, so I've, I've seen it, and uh, I'm sure you have too. Yeah, but it does. It takes time, right? Mm -hmm. So one of the challenges that we've had as an organization is out of the get, People ask, oh, what are the success stories? Oh, it's so tough. I'm yeah. like, oh, you know, and so you have to reorient them. Mm -hmm. You know, it's like, okay, well, we've been doing this three years, almost four years inside, which is really great. And the fact that the department allows us to keep coming back and bring all these people with us, and we're kind of yeah. a big mess for them, but we, they let us do it. And guys come out, and like I said, some of them are starting businesses, and we have some success stories. And then they hit challenges, and then the success is that they didn't use. They went through a hard time and they didn't use drugs or the successes yeah. they went through they used and then they came back and said oh my gosh this is not what I want to be doing help me get out of this mm. great you know what sometimes whatever. it doesn't stick the it, first time yeah and sometimes it's just that the the successes when a guy calls me up and goes dude I finally got that guy off my couch like he, I didn't want him in my house. It took a long time. Before, I would have picked him up and literally thrown him out, or I would have let him stay forever and just been pushed over because I didn't want to be the guy that kicked people out of his house, right? Yeah, and, it, and that's a challenge for those are the successes, yeah. right? Like those are the successes, the the yeah. the hard decisions that they can now make and feel okay. Like, that's a huge success. And so sometimes it's hard to get that across when people are looking for the shiny penny. Um, but those are the things that we consider wins. That makes a whole lot of sense. It's incremental. It's, um, it's, it, it, sometimes it's incremental. Sometimes it's just a little bit, uh, a little bit better. Sometimes, you know, maybe you're staying out of prison. Maybe you're not drinking, you're not drinking or doing drugs. Uh, maybe you're not doing crime. All that stuff. It, it's it's all little things. Now, not doing crime is a big deal. Uh, not doing drugs is a big deal. Mm -hmm. Not uh, not behaving like you used to behave is a, is a big deal. Uh, it's just that maybe it's not as visible and not as obvious as mm -hmm. as some people would would think. Um, but that's that's really you know sometimes though it's exponential. You know. Oh, absolutely. All those things build on each other. Yeah, so 100%. you get the ripple effect. I heard you talking about the ripple effect uh, when I, I went on with your website. Yeah. And the ripple effect is, ma is a magnificent principle. Will you tell us about the ripple effect? Absolutely. I mean, for us, what it means is that each one of these guys, they're not just changing their own life, right? They do, which is phenomenal, and we love that. Uh, really proud of them for it. But most of these people are men who are fathers, who mm. are brothers, who yeah. are sons, 
And when they when it starts inside and they call home and say, hey, can you do a little research for me? So I'm working on this project for class and I kind of need to know the size of the bread market. And, you know, and mom or daughter is like, well, what are you working on? Right. All of a sudden, that one seed starts to change. The relationship starts to shift a little bit. I'm not calling and asking for money. I'm not doing this. I need help with class. And then that moves on. Oh, now we're talking to the kids on a regular basis about positive stuff. Oh, dad's in school. Dad's doing this. You know, that's cool. I want to be doing that, too. You know, um, we've had mothers come back into the situation who have sort of written off sons. And they start hearing through the grapevine that they're moving things around. And that's the ripple effect because her life has then changed. The children's life has changed. Like, that's so important to how we solve the world's problems that we need all the world's voices in, in order to solve these complicated problems. And so we're just we're sort of lighting those voices up one at a time, little by little. Igniting and they them. all exact. Well, you know, Dave, that... Same thing, exact same thing happened to you because exactly. when you were there and your life started to change and you had contact with your brother, yeah. um, the conversation that you were having with your, with your brother at that time was... I wasn't, I wasn't blaming, I wasn't, a, I wasn't, you know, I was taking, I, was, I had realized that I could take the power in my own hands and uh, that, you know, there would be challenges and there would be people in my way and people who didn't get it and didn't want me to succeed for whatever reasons and that's just the that's life and uh as soon as you start dwelling on that um the negative negative side of things then you're screwed i you know my first free moment my first free day was in prison uh, and uh, i think that can you you want to talk about that a little bit about about how that works or well do- i mean from what i've seen mm-hmm. um is well first of all i I will say I've never been incarcerated, but I do go to prison four days a week. And um, I have found a lot of things for myself there. Um, So I know that the men, as they begin to realize that the choices are their own, that they there are things that they can do right now, um, that they're allowed to say, what do I want to do with my life? and answer that question for themselves, that's when the freedom begins. Because now they're thinking beyond the white box that they're living in, and they're moving beyond that. And they start to think about their children in a different way. They think about their how they want to contribute to their families and to the world in a different way. Um, and it's just, it lifts, it lifts them out of this box. Physically, they may be living there for now. Um, but listening to them think about what is beyond, um, that's really, there's a lot of juice in that. Yes, uh, absolutely. And I think that's that can be exponential. One person, you know, it's successful when you change one person's life. That's a big success because that person has that exponential effect, can, affects um, family, which is huge, affects uh business that he's working for or the business that he starts and uh, you know uh, the community at large uh, you know up to the world uh, people can be phenomenal when they change mm-hmm. it's exponential just in the fact that this person's no longer committing crimes and no longer just contributing to a to bad in the world yeah. bad seed it's my 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 little <laughs> principle bad seed good seed yeah um it's amazing what can be done. I, I think I have to, uh, I think it's time for me to talk some shit. Because that's really all we do when we do our commercial. Advertising. <laughs> yeah. Hey, CPA dudes, where accounting is never boring. You think that's true, Len? No. <laughs> well, but they say it is. And we, we want to believe that. Their price is not based on time. Cons- customers decide the value to them. They don't change Wait, they don't charge you for sending invoices, phone calls, emails, texts, or meetings. That just sounds too good to be true. I keep saying that every week. They just um, keep getting the damn job done. Okay, they just keep getting the damn job done. We can we can edit that later. They'll take your balance sheet. Mark, you really uh, messed this one up. Uh, they'll take your balance sheet and smack it in the neck with a lead pipe. 
Find them, find them at cpadudes.com, Startup Radio, before they find you. <laughs> yeah, we're going to have to work on that. <laughs> That's one thing, you know. Uh, I've never been really afraid to make, to make uh, mistakes, and I've never um, stopped making them. And uh, there's a lesson to be learned right there. Is they go back? I should I should have done my research on this paper, you know, on this script that we have today, and I would have knocked that out of the park. But instead, I got totally lost. That's all right. <coughs> We're used to that. <laughs> fairly true. Fairly true. So, Sonia, I got a question for you. You know, when um, when you started this whole thing, yeah. You know, and, and I'm sure you know that there might be some listeners out there that might want to do this kind of thing and what you're doing you know so it'd be kind of cool if they were able to to kind of follow in your footsteps so if you can give these guys you know your information your dot com or whatever if you want people to come to that and then tell us some of the you know some of the hoops you had to jump through in order to get in there <laughs> and let's make and that this. a two-part because <clears throat> what we really want to do is sonia's got experience with this already she's making this happen uh she needs people to help her. She needs people to jump in and be helpful for a social ignition. She needs to join up um, and, you know, and help out. So, uh, you know, also the starting new things is great, uh, but we also want to improve what we have. Right. Yeah. Oh, yeah. absolutely. Um, so, well, there's a couple couple ways that people get engaged with a social ignition now. So in the Portland area, uh, my pickup line here is like, you want to come to prison with me? Um, of course, it makes people laugh, uh, makes them a little uncomfortable. And that's where I like them. Um, <laughs> well, yeah. Because that, that's a big part of it. Is. Absolutely. <clears throat> if you're too comfortable, you're not growing. And one of my favorite pieces is bringing business leaders who've never experienced prison, never never been there, and bring them into our class inside Columbia River. And, you know, we play business. We work on business models. Like, it's not, it's not some big, weird, scary thing for business people. And they come out, we're walking out the gate uh, as the privilege that we have at the end of class. And my favorite thing, and this happens almost every time, they turn around to me and they say, wow, that, that normalized really quick. Like, it was just like talking to any other startup entrepreneurs. Mm. In my head, I'm like, duh. But they had that. <laughs> right, you know, and they're smart. Welcome to humanity. And, you know, and I, but I love the fact that they, that they came to that. And that's one of the reasons why I bring people in with me is, A, to bring their experience and expertise into the conversation that the guys are having on their business models, but also to expand their minds. Um, and And experience people... Um, for who they are in that moment and also not wait until they think that they've made it to make the introduction. Like, we're, we're all starting from exactly where we are, and so yeah. that's true for everybody, not just for the guys inside. Can, you, uh, can you mention some of the, some of the leaders that you did, took in there? Yeah, uh, truthfully, the list is long at this point. Um, and do, <clears throat> but mayors, startup entrepreneurs... <clears throat> Yeah, how much how much of that do you want to do? do you, <clears throat> I can say, um, one thing I can say is that giving back like that, and that's what that is, is one of the most rewarding, if not the most rewarding thing you can do. I have experienced it because, you know, most of my life I didn't have anything to give back. And I remember reading self-help books and stuff uh, going, this is really cool. I mean, this makes a lot of sense. Somebody should do that. Yeah. So, <laughs> But I, you know, <clears throat> what do I have? I don't have anything to, to do. Right. I, I don't even, at that point, in those younger days, I didn't recognize that I had a story. Um, I really didn't have much of one when I was really young. Uh, you create your story, you build your life, you design your life. Uh, these are all important principles. And uh, I remember, what am I, I going to give back? I don't have any money, I don't have any anything special to say and you know um but these business people that are coming in and doing that i bet they're really loving it oh my gosh we have one guy um and he he calls it going to the institute and that's what he and his family call it oh, i'm headed to the, Instead institute of the institution today. yeah exactly mm -hmm. and but he's come 
So we've had, oh my gosh, I want to say 15 cohorts, something like that. And he's come to all but one, and that's just because I didn't know him when I did the first cohort. He's come in and been a mentor every time. He's never missed a presentation day. And when guys get out, he has coffee with them. Hey, how's it going? You know, what, what do you need? Who do you need to talk to? Oh, I know this person. It's just networking. It's just like regular, right? Like we do this all the time, all day, every day. And the point is that a lot of the guys inside come out and they've, a lot of them have rejected whatever network they had because it wasn't moving them in the right direction. (laughs) Exactly. And so they're left with what? Um, Actually, it was just inside yesterday morning and one of the gentlemen who's going to get out here in the next few months was really worried about that. He said, like, literally, I feel like I'm going to be lonely. I don't know anybody. How am I supposed to get a job? How am I supposed to? Because all my other friends are drug addicts. And um, so the guys kind of rallied around him and they said, you know, first of all, they're probably not as close friends as you think they are (laughs) for starts, right? Second, that's why you moved into a social ignition. That's why you started here because the people that you met in class, you get to call them up. They're, they're available. People don't just come in. These business owners don't just come in, do their three hours, and leave. It's not a volunteer opportunity. Yeah. It's coming in to meet smart men working on business problems, you know? Yeah. And uh, it, the, the act of giving back in that way, we, you know, once we've done it or once we realize the principle is, is uh, rewarding, is the reward in itself. But then sometimes you get rewarded in massive other ways. Um, maybe you meet this great, I mean, I can imagine you walk in there as a mentor or, uh, you know, someone who's influential, comes in there and uh, meets the perfect employee. It's or, happened. You know, mm-hmm. and I can see that happening. Um, because, you know, the funny thing is people in prison can and, and in other disadvantaged um, you know, places in life uh, can often, you know, through adversity, discover something in themselves that is very marketable and very valuable. Absolutely. And I think uh, that's one of the reasons I like what you're doing. Um, Social Ignition is a great name, and I never really even took the time to think about the name of it, the name as much as I have just recently. Um, and that name, can you, you know, it's kind of obvious to me what it's about, but I mean, can you just kind of say how you got to that point uh, of calling it that? Because that's a fantastic name. Wow, nobody's asked me that in a long time. Um, like maybe seven years. But yeah, I mean, essentially, in my view, each one of these men is their own ignition. And they all they have to do is turn the key. And what it does is ignites that ripple effect. Yeah. And so, and that's socially, that's good for all of us. Um, it takes the, the reason the word social is in there is because that's how we all do work. Even business work, it's social. It's people connecting and being together, and that's how we support each other. That's how we move through this life. That's how we move through society, whatever it is. Yeah. And that each one of these guys is an ignition. They're each one. They're each their own that comes together for the sort of social collective. And the class, the first six-week class that we teach is called the Ignition Option because they get to choose it. They opt in. Um, they actually pay a small amount of money to come. Um, it kind of makes them serious. It makes it like you got to be serious to get in. Yeah, and it's a business class, you know, so exchanging dollars for value is, yeah. you know, a good lesson. Um, and, you and, know, it doesn't even way, pay for the books. But. And by the way, people don't make a lot in prison, but uh, they most people, at least in Oregon, do have, uh, I forget the measure, 40 or whatever it was, but uh, made it so that everybody had a little bit of money. They start, And plus, they had a little job. You know, some of them are more meaningful than others. But anyway, right. that's so, where they got the money. Or maybe their family gave it to them or something. Yeah, and some of them, they'll make between, you know, 24 bucks a month to 77 bucks a month, depending on what their job is. Um, and it's a $25 class, so sometimes you have to save up a couple months before you get to take the class. But the guys that do that are super serious. Yeah. I mean, they're all in, right? Um, and even that's an entrepreneurial step right there is how do you get Investing. funding for the things that you need to do? <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. So the lesson begins the from the beginnings, and they get to choose it. That's what the ignition option is all about is that it's an option that is available to them that they get to choose. Boy, I totally uh, love this this principle, and um, I want you guys, I want everybody, I want to take this time right this second to uh, 
to urge you at right now on your phone or iPad or on your computer, wherever you're at, to go and look at asocialignition.com.org. No, dot com. Well, they'll both com. get you there, so okay. it's all good. All right. <laughs> uh, I had a link to it, so I, I didn't think about it, but um, that's fantastic. And, you know, there's a there's actually a, a video of Sonya there and a few of the people, three guys, I think, that were in it involved. Um, I hope to be a little bit involved in it going forward, so uh, just uh, in a way that I can help. So yeah, they, they can donate money on the site. Is that how? It works? Um, actually, you have to email us at this point to donate money. Oh. Um, but so that's been the challenge. Five hundred one c three is a lot of work, and um, truthfully, funding adult men in prison is not high on a lot of grant makers' priority list. Mm. Um, so I've actually started a separate company. Um, it's a communications company called Offroad, and we've taken a social ignition on as our sort of corporate responsibility. And so the money that we make at Offroad, a portion of it goes to funding a social ignition. Oh, cool. So we can definitely take donations um, and take that support, and we love that. Um, we're just I'll not on, how much money do you have in it. your pocket right now, man? <laughs> He got lint. He, he, keeps, he keeps his <laughs> pockets empty just for those kinds of questions. Because <laughs> I know who I'm dealing with. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, I want to say, um, wow, I want to say something. And uh, go ahead, Lance. But I have a question. Um, you know, you're over at Columbia River. That's uh, that's a prison close here yeah. uh, to Portland area. Where, In Portland, you know, yeah. Right? 33rd in Columbia. Have you ever... It used to be co-ed. Yeah, I used to have, have dates there when I was there, what? <laughs> and they weren't even of the opposite sex. Oh, yeah, come on! Now. Oh, <laughs> but anyway, have you ever thought about going into Coffee Creek, which is the women's facility? I get that question all the time, and the answer is probably not. Um, uh, and the reason is that there are a lot of great programs for women. There actually is another organization in town who teaches an entrepreneurship program there, um, but also. There are 92% of the people who are incarcerated are men. And I developed this curriculum specifically for the way that men learn and process and communicate with each other and grow. I did a lot of research. This is not this was not done by accident. Um, and so there are lots of things going on for women, and that's awesome that there are people out there working with them. But this is... As a, as a business person, this is the market, yo. Right. 92% of people not being served, a lot more that's clients. where I'm stepping in. Yeah, a lot more clients to choose from and more likely that they're going to need your program than uh, a place that, you know, this small a small pond uh, where there's very little, where there's so much available already. Yeah, and let's be honest, like, people are more scared of adult men with criminal records than they are women. That It's well, just some of the facts. And so, like, though, there's just more barriers to break down there, and I like a challenge. Well, you've never met some of uh, Dave's girlfriends then. They're pretty scary. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> they can be. Yes, they can be. Um, I picked them for that reason. Uh, so Smart guy. So, uh, let's see. Um, I was going to ask you, because we're talking about funding and uh, we're talking about support from the community for what you're doing, uh, I think that's an interesting topic. And uh, one of the reasons that I'm interested in asking you a question about that is because I support a very large organization called Central City Concern, which mm -hmm. I've seen grow. I've seen grow uh, a lot since I, I first became somewhat interested in it many years ago. Um, they've been very successful. Now, to me, an organization like that should should be interested in an organization like you. So I want... now. It, that could be inflammatory. That could be like a, a, a touchy subject. No. But I, I'm curious what your thoughts are on that. Yeah. I mean, we've, we've been open to partnership from the beginning, um, sort of for acquisition, <clears throat> if you, you know, to use that term. Um, <clears throat> the challenge has been that we, a social ignition has certain principles. We have certain ways that we like to do things that aren't necessarily in alignment with the way that some other organizations do their work. So the cool thing is that there's definitely room in the market for lots of people to approach things in a lot of different ways. Um, but a social ignition, the way that we, the way that we go about it, the way that we report, um, 
it just hasn't been super compatible right now um, with some of the other organizations and some of the ideology that I've seen in other organizations. Boy, I really need to talk to you some more about that. Because <laughs> um, my thing is, you're, you're, what you're doing is right up my alley. So uh, I know I need to be involved in some way. Um, and I have been in the past. I've, Absolutely. I've contributed, and, you know, of course I've... Well, I, you're the reason for the season, my friend. <laughs> <laughs> That's sweet. That is so sweet. That is nice to hear. Is it my turn? All right, here we go. Pork bun domains, websites, and Internet commerce for the rest of us. Don't be a goddamn pig, Vlad. Pork, pork bun, where you can get... Website domain names for your business or personal brand with the lowest prices and amazing free services. Yeah, everybody's heard of .com, .net, or .org, but did you know you can get a domain name that matches your what your startup does? If you are a design entrepreneur, you can get a design domain dot name. .design. That's right, dot, .dave. Use dot your imagination. Dot Big Daddy? Yeah, that's that's mine. Did you just call me Big Daddy? No, but you know. Oh. That oh. would be my uh, my domain name. I know, but you were looking at all on when you said that. So use your imagination and contact them at porkbun.com slash startup radio. Okay, lad, uh, that's enough out of you. Okay. Let's get back to some real stuff. Yeah, yeah. Sonya. We love, we love Sonya, <laughs> and uh, it's so bizarre that, you know... Um, that it's kind of bizarre that I haven't gotten more involved in this more in the past. You know, I've been supportive, but I'm very interested in how can we make this uh, not only success more successful because uh, it's hard to measure success, but also how do we expand it? How do we how do we fund it? How do we make it? How do we how do we make it its best? Yeah, well, there's really exciting things in the works right now. Actually, um, I've been approached by a couple of tablet companies um, that are working inside prisons all over the country. And in the beginning, I was really resistant to working on tablets because that social aspect, getting guys in a room together to work together, is just astronomical. It's huge. Wait a minute. Wait, wait, wait. Um, Explain that to me. Yeah, so... Well, you mean like an iPad or something? Yeah. Oh. So there are tablets in prisons um, in some... I mean, there's a couple in Oregon, There's all, but they're all over the country. But why is that a problem? Well, it's not a problem. Okay. It's definitely not a problem, in fact. I misunderstood More something. tablets for everybody. Yeah. Um, but I got to put up. our program onto a tablet, I have been resistant in the past because I really love the idea of getting guys together in a room to work on the problems. Tablets are screens in front of faces, and we do that so a lot anyway. So they would anyway. take those tablets home with them or back to their cells with them? Or? That's the idea, that uh, um, they do I that in other institutions. Yeah, and so that they, and there's certain programs on there that they can use. And so there's an opportunity for us to put our curriculum onto tablets so that they can be, it can be accessed all over the country. Um, and so it doesn't necessarily require me in front of them. Um, that's an option. We can do sort of so you're seminars seriously thinking all over the country, about that. but yeah. I mean, why wouldn't you, right? Okay. Right. So um, that's why. Yeah. I want to, <laughs> okay, let's hear some more. You were on a path and I uh, interrupted because I was curious about that one aspect. No, but that's perfect because mm -hmm. that's, that's the way, that's one of the ways that we get to grow um, is that we are talking about how we put that together. Um, to put our curriculum onto tablets so that it can spread all over the country more quickly than training individual facilitators in each individual prison. Yeah. That's just, it's too slow. It's I'm impatient now. I I'm ready. It. Yeah, <laughs> very good, very good. I'm, I, I think this is fantastic. Um, so if people do want to donate uh, or donate time, that's that's something you are looking for too, right? People. That Absolutely, are, yeah. Come to prison uh, with me. Any kind of yeah, any <laughs> any way you could help, and there's lots of ways that we can help here. I can see. Um, you can just get a hold of Sonia. Yeah, my email address is Sonia at asocialignition.com, and yeah, hit me up. Let me know what you're thinking. Um, you know, a blessing and a curse is that there's a million different ways for people to get involved. Um, certainly, if you're at a distance and you want to see this go on tablets and sort of grow big, donation is a perfect way to do that. Um, if you want to come to prison, what's it going to cost to do that? Do you know, uh, we're thinking about seventy thousand dollars. Seventy thousand okay. to get it up and running the so first time. So, have you ever done any crowd uh, sourcing, crowdfunding, or anything like that yet? 
Uh, not for a while. Not for a long time. So, so a combination of, of things, I could see this working. And um, I'm definitely going to talk about this on my Facebook page and so on and so forth and, and see awesome. what we can do. Awesome. So, Let's do it. Um, so, Dave, you know, I, I was, I'm curious about um, some success stories, you know. I mean, Sonia, can you tell us, you know, about somebody that you've seen come into your program, get out and, like, really become... Or you know, mm-hmm. you know, let's start with let's start with the really crazy splashes. But yeah. I, you you also referred to people who had the small ones that really mattered to. Yeah, absolutely. No, I'd I'd love to tell you about both of them. Mm-hmm. Um, so we had one gentleman, and um, because I don't have their permission strictly, I'm gonna be a little um, low key about their names. But mm-hmm. um, there was a gentleman inside who took our class. And it was during that class that he reached out to his daughter to ask for her assistance doing some online research. So a reconnection there that was made, um, teeny little success. And then as he got out, he got a job, um, which is great. But the phenomenal thing is then he has since then gotten a partner, started their own business, which is now about a million dollar company. And this is in three years. So that's not nothing. (laughs) Yeah, like when people say million-dollar company, um, for some people that's more than others because, you know, the cost of of making that million dollars for some people is a lot. And if it's a service, you got it's a better thing. If it's your time that you're donating to make that million dollars, that's really cool for you. Mm -hmm. Um, And And he comes back into prison now, so he's come back as a mentor and talked about his business with the guys building business models and perfect guy to do that, right? Absolutely, absolutely. You know, Dave, that's the kind of guy we need to come in here and uh, and. uh, Oh, we'd love to talk to him whenever he's ready to you know get it out there. Yeah, we're we're very much uh, a startup ourselves. We don't know what the hell we're doing. It's Who, typical. Lad, Lad always knows what he's doing, right? Uh, hey, no, never. <laughs> oh, man, he thinks he does. But uh, <laughs> but really, uh, you know, we're just, uh, that's it. I mean, we're, we're, not a lot of people are listening. Uh, this We didn't really tell a lot of people about our show yet, um, although I did mention today's on my Facebook page and okay. on uh, on my uh, Dave Dahl creator, uh, co-founder of Dave's Killer Bread page. Uh, I had somebody, somebody, uh, Somebody posted this, and then I, um, then I shared it on my personal page. So, anyway, um, let's go into let's talk about you and what you do what, in your life. What's up with what's new with your life in oh, your personal man. life? If you whatever you want to say. Yeah, no, no, no. I mean, truthfully, this has been a humongous part of my life yes. for a real long time. Tell us um, about that. Entrepreneurs. Oh what, my gosh. What, what's it like? Twenty four seven. Twenty four seven. You know, and that. There's an extra emotional, extra emotional component. Entrepreneurship is already emotional, and then you think about that your product are grown men going out into the world and making change. It's like whoa, it's really it's a beautiful intense. thing. It's, <laughs> it's, it's got to be. It's such a satisfying thing when it works, and it's got to be so heartbreaking at times too. Yeah, but truthfully, we have had way more success than not. Mm. Um, like I said, even when somebody gets off track. And when they come back, that's a success. When they say, hey, man, I was gone. I didn't, I didn't return your text messages for a week and a half because my head wasn't right. But mm-hmm. I'm back. I got my stuff together. I mean, a week and a half, that's like, that's nothing. That's in nothing. the grand scheme of things, right? It's yeah. like, okay, you know, I got friends who don't return my call in a week and a half. That's right. So that's, I mean, those are successes that, and they can be honest with it and say, hey, I used. And it was awful. Yeah. And that's it reminded that me that I system. couldn't. Yeah, it re- reminded me that that's not where I want to be, yeah. and so, you know, can we have coffee and, and straighten this out? Yeah, that's. Uh, you know, the, I was thinking about the principles that I consider to be the good seed principles, and the things that you are basically the same principles that you're using um, in in what you're doing, and one of the most important factors. Um, or prerequisites is that willingness to get outside your comfort zone, but even more so to sacrifice. Uh, sometimes that means acceptance of the situation. You know, they, they call it radical exception, mm-hmm. acceptance. Sometimes it's like, hey, this is the way it is. Okay, now what are we going to do? Just facts. Yeah. yeah, it's just the way it is. So, um, you know, when you get good at doing that, that's a powerful thing, too. It's all part of it. It's kind of like um, 
Yeah, you, you you look around at people that are jackasses. You you look at things in your you know uh, things in your in your way, it's obstacles and things that people put in your way, and and attitudes that need to be changed or that you wish would change. Uh, but you you can't change it. You can't expect it to happen overnight, and uh, maybe never. But you if you accept. It's a serenity prayer. Accept mm -hmm. what you cannot change. Courage to change the things you can and the wisdom to know the difference. Uh, that is, to me, the, one of the most powerful, you know, short little bits that there is in the world. Uh, and, the, and what I was going to say is leading up to is that, um, you know, these guys do that by, you know, it proves in a way that they are serious when they want to give up their hard earned you know, they don't have a lot of money. Right. And when they're willing to put some money in it, that that's a start. Um, they really want to change. And so I think that, you know, it, it, I can see why there wouldn't be a whole lot of heartbreak because people are serious. Yeah, they really are. I mean, first they put their money and I think that gives them, gets them over the hump where the first day we start talking about things, they're like, what is this happening? Why is this in a business class? Right. Um, they want to talk balance sheets from day one. But we warm up to that, and what they end up contributing isn't just that 25 bucks. What they end up contributing is their heart. Their, they take their walls down. They start opening up. Uh, one of our guys learned the word vulnerability That's and totally word. redefined it for himself, you know? And now he's like, Sonia, now I can't stop crying. What happened, you know? Mm -hmm. uh, it's fantastic. Great. There's a, there's a place for vulnerability, and there's a place where you don't want to be vulnerable. So, like, um, lad. Don't do it. Yeah. Like, I mean, if you want, I mean, there's, there's like, I remember guys that just, you know, once they discover vulnerability, they become... 100% vulnerable, you know, and that's not what we're talking about. No, it's that, and that's the thing. I think one of the big learnings for me going inside that, you know, you guys learn by being there, but for me, different wor words are defined different ways, right? Earlier we talked about power, and the first time we say power sounds in the bad, classroom, almost. they're like, wait, you, you want us to be powerful? That that sounds opposite from somebody in your position to tell us. Because they're used to that other kind of power. The, right. The power means something different. So we mm -hmm. spend a lot of time defining things. Vulnerability, same things. Mm -hmm. To be vulnerable in is prison powerful. is, right, it can be super scary, mm -hmm. you know, and people can prey on that. But if if you find the right definition and you embrace that with balance and then that's a beautiful thing, and it ends up to making it ends up making people much stronger when oh, you yeah. know when all of that is embraced. Absolutely, so. it's that vulnerability, uh, it's that humility. Uh, to me, those things breed courage. The <clears throat> acceptance, humility, vulnerability, being exactly who you are, throwing it out there and saying "fuck you" if you don't like it. That is so powerful. It's mm -hmm. it changed my life. And when I see it happen in other people, and I do, uh, I'm just, I'm warmed. My heart's warmed by it because it is such a powerful principle. It's the key, in my opinion, to being truly successful is learning to love yourself, you know, for all, warts and all, to forgive yourself, to forgive others. Um, these are great principles, great things to do. And then, and then just being okay, you know, okay. I love you all. Uh, I'm going to start out with, with that. You may be, I don't have time for negativity. I don't have time to think about you as a bad person and someone who's fucking with me. You are, uh, maybe I don't want to hang out with somebody, but that doesn't mean I have to be you know, controlled by how, by this negative feeling about them. Yep. Uh, how it's so freaking powerful, uh, to be able to be, uh, all that. And I'm going to say it again. Courage comes from, in my experience, humility, acceptance, and vulnerability. Mm -hmm. What do you, if you don't have anything that anybody can mess with you on, like, I could, I could tell Lad, you know, he's got a really small wiener. I could talk about that, and that could really, that could really bother him, ruin his day. But he's 
He's accepted it. You know, he's come to a point of acceptance. Do you realize that you just ruined any chance I have with Sonia? Glad <laughs> <laughs> I've known you too long. Sorry, bro. That happened a long time ago. <laughs> oh, ow. <laughs> maybe I'll on. Maybe I'll on. Uh, yeah. So anyway, I, I kind of got off track there a little bit, but I mean, I made an illustration that absolutely it, that being ex- accepting who you are, what you are, you know. But you know, that doesn't mean you have to go. Oh, well, I'm just going to be this way the rest of my life. There's things that you can change about that. Yeah, and it's super subtle. You know, it, it's really subtle, and and there's the fuck it attitude that is filled with nev- negative energy, and there's the fuck it attitude that's filled with like love and possi- possibility. Mm-hmm. And um, they're they're super subtle differences. Cause and what, cause spending time in that is like beautiful. Because you're saying fuck it to, in, in the good way, you're saying fuck it to all the bullshit. It's like. You know, that negativity is not part of my life. Right. And fuck you if you're going to bring it, you know. Yeah. Um, I, I wish you well, but I'm not, I'm not taking this shit, you know. I'm not playing this game. Mm-hmm. Now, uh, you know, coming in sounds good, but in the reality... Sometimes it's well, you know it's way more complicated. It's way more complex. It's absolutely that's yeah, the juice. Subtle and so forth. Yeah. But, but you have having that attitude coming in there where it's not aggressive. It's not aggressive. It's assertive. Uh, it's real. And um, you you come out into the world with the right attitude. You you can be the best employee imaginable. That's really what I intended when mm-hmm. I got out. I didn't think I was going to create Dave Slipper. I thought that I was going to go in my family business and create new products that would be, that people would love. Mm-hmm. I knew I could do that. Um, and that was my goal. But I was several years ahead of that. I was already working on myself and, and being a drafter in prison. And in my mind, it was for years, I was just like, I want to be this guy designing products. Uh, I didn't know I was going to get an opportunity and appreciate the opportunity to go back to my family. So it's a, it's a key principle. You, st- you can start right where you're at. Mm-hmm. Um, can you tell us a little bit about that? Because that is a principle um, that is key, has been key for me. But what about your people? Oh, absolutely. Um, you know, when, when we get in to the first day of class and we remind them the choices that they have, the second day of class, we say, essentially, what do you want to be when you grow up, right? Mm-hmm. You're grown men now. What do you want your life to look like? Some of these guys, nobody's ever asked them that before. You know, I grew up in the suburbs. They asked me in kindergarten, like, do you want to be a teacher, a fireman, or a nurse, you know? Um, but a lot of these guys have never been asked that. And... So when we begin that process in prison to say, what do you want your life to look like? That can be scary because there's potential rejection in that, right? But they start to dream and they start to open it up and now they're invested in it in a whole new way. And the we have had guys hired straight out of the program. Somebody yeah. comes into the prison, presentation day, you know, after six weeks, they present their business models to a room full of business people. And we've literally had business owners come up to somebody and say, when do you get out? Mm-hmm. Like, you've got it. You know, yeah. like, how do we, you, you dug in, you learned something. When do you get we out? How you. do we move we forward with this? Right. You know, yeah. I got a thank you note from an employer here in town. I introduced them to one of the guys. He's been doing a phenomenal job. Their HR manager sent me a thank you note saying, mm-hmm. oh, my gosh, this person is just is really digging in and he's a light. Like that's a success you know? story. Absolutely. That's what he, we're talking about. He's just a light spreading joy mm-hmm. all over this place. Yeah. Thank you for yeah. the introduction. Yeah, and it's not he's not spreading bullshit joy. I mean, he's really passionate no, about real life. Uh, he's like, God, I got another chance, and I'm going to knock it out of the park. And uh, yeah. that's really what that's all about with, um, you know, if you're a business owner out there or you know say you're a friend of a uh, your family friend or family of a guy in prison or you know whatever all these it's like everybody wins um every everybody wins the the business that that person uh becomes a part of is going to succeed is going to uh, that part is going to be major success for them you know and as business people we don't want to make bad decisions, bad business decisions. That, right. So a bad business decision would be to choose somebody who's not done the work. Exactly. Uh, yeah, I used to tell business owners when they would ask me about, oh, you know, I don't know about hiring somebody. I was like, really? 
you know where he's been, mm-hmm. right? You, you know the trauma that he's endured at this point. Mm-hmm. And chances are, if you asked him a little bit, he'd share a little bit. And that's something that a lot of us who haven't experienced incarceration, we haven't done that work because we're just sort of floating through out here, you know? So that's one of the things, that's one of the reasons why I'm so driven in this area is because I like to hang out with people who do the hard work. And it happens to be I have found a group of people in prison who really like to do the work. And so why wouldn't I want to hang out with them? Because it inspires you on a daily basis. Yeah. And the guys in our program, just to, to touch again on this sort of employment piece and what makes them good employees is that because we've had another success story where a guy got out and he got a job actually at the same place that he was working before he fell, uh, before he went to prison, for all of y'all who don't know the lingo. But mm-hmm. so he, um, he got back to the same, into the same place, uh, in the same employer, and his boss, after a couple of weeks or a couple, couple of months, said, dude, you're, you're different. Why are you different? And he called me up and he said, this young man said, Sonia, I get it now. Like, I get what my employers go through. Because entrepreneurship, we talk about the big pictures of business. And before, he was doing his little job and he was sort of a punk about it, you know. He said, but now I understand the pressures my boss is under. And I understand the pressures that his boss is under and how that flows down to me. And I have way more patience for it. And I can help them do their job better because I understand the big picture. I mean, who doesn't want to employ somebody like that? Exactly. Oh, boy. Uh, it's, again, exp- that's a real exponential thing. The, that person can be a light that goes on. It, it, it rubs off on so many people along the way. I, I've experienced it. I've seen even, you know, Lad has been a guy who's turned things around in his life. Um, and uh, I've seen lots of other people who've been successful. And it's the ripple effect is amazing. Mm-hmm. That uh, for me, so we're so what we're gonna do? We're gonna be we're gonna be making a song on the air soon. When was that gonna be, lad? It's on the twenty seventh. Twenty seventh. Okay, yeah. so we're gonna rewrite or re uh, re record, modify our theme song, and we're gonna have some fun. Uh, I just wanted to say that real quick. That's awesome. <laughs> Uh, I love so, that that reinvention, man. It's all yeah, it's consistent, absolutely. right? Always constant improvement. With the bread, it was constant improvement. I was like, how can I make this bread even better? And I couldn't really make it taste better, but I could make it a little healthier all the time, and that was fun. Uh, and, and so there's so many principles here for people who care about you know starting their own businesses um, that have. Uh, that you know have people in prison or maybe they're you know, they've they're just fresh out of prison or whatever uh, there's so many principles here Sonia can you relate to me do you have like a rundown of principles that you is that kind of a on the spot kind of it thing? is a little bit no but that's great um you know I mean essentially we've talked about a lot of them here and the fact that like life started yesterday it doesn't start at the gate you know, um, and that applies to people in all kinds of situations is you get to start again every single day. So you might as well. Don't wait. There's no reason to wait. Um, also, that that sense of community, reach out to people, find your people. Uh, your tribe is out there. It's just you may not be hanging out with them now, but you can find them. And so if you believe enough in yourself, it sounds so cheesy. Oh, my gosh. But if you believe in yourself, you really can understand that there are people out there who embrace the same things that you do and want a similar future and you can find them and be with them. Great. Absolutely. So so really the principles what's really cool is this is to me the good seed principle. I'm gonna keep saying that, the good seed principle. That mm-hmm. instead of us going out and creating bad in the world because if we have bad thoughts and we have bad then we tend to have bad actions or at least ineffective actions and so the the turnaround from bad seed to good seed is what Sonya is all about Uh, I can't even say Sonya right but uh, I'll take it okay so um, but but the the good seed is we're planting good seeds all the time we're actually we're always creating a better world starting with ourselves and starting with the people around us, trying to help those people around us because giving back is its own reward. And um, I want to thank, well, first of all, I want to thank Sonia for being here. 
Thanks. Thanks for having me. Was, was there cool. anything else you need to say? No, I think we've said it. I just, it's really cool to be here with you guys um, sort of seven years later from the first time that we yeah. talked about, um, about this kind of situation. And so, very cool. And this is our first, uh, this is our first show with you. And we'll definitely bring you back because awesome. I think a lot of things are going to happen between now and the next time we bring you back. Um, and I want to thank you for joining us this week on Felony Inc., and I'm Dave Dahl. And I really want to thank Sonia once more. Sonia Skvarla and her website is asocialignition.com or .org. Either way will work. Join us this and every week live at startupradionetwork.com. If you don't join us live, you know what we're going to do, lad. Yes, I do. We're going to go to your house late at night when you're least expecting it. And make you listen. <laughs> breaking, entering my ass. This will be full on breaking and listening. Breaking and entering your ass. <laughs> oh my God. <clears throat> so, coming up after the break is, is Latino Founder Hour with your hosts, Edgar Navas and Claudia Cardenas. Their podcast is usually in Spanish, so que pasa. I've had enough of you, lad. I know. Breaking and entering my ass. You're listening to the Startup Radio Network. Listen, learn, launch. 10% of our gross revenue goes directly to women entrepreneurs in developing countries around the world through Kiva's microfinance program.